0: Welcome to the Redemption Tempe podcast where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. I am your host today, AC. Today we have a couple of special guests. First guest today is one of our pastors here, John Crawford. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure to have you on. just want to kick off by just acknowledging that it's been uh, quite the transition period in our church. And as we head into the new year, passing through the holiday season and through our transitional time, as far as leadership goes with Ricardo leaving, what vision are you casting for us heading into the new year?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Thanks for asking that, AC. I think the reality is we started this project, the formed project back in September and Cass's vision for the church, uh, specifically that we wanted to take this next year, not just 2019, but also now 2020, this this upcoming year, to be intentionally formed into the image of Jesus. And the way that we're going to do that is by pressing into these practices that we've seen throughout the people of God throughout church history we see throughout the bible throughout the life of Jesus and the early church and throughout christian history there's intentional practices that the people of God have done in order to be formed and shaped more into the image of Christ and so really what we want to do is to recast that vision and to take just a few moments to do that because the reality is life gets very busy through the holiday season as AC just mentioned that we've had this transition in our church with leadership and oftentimes in the in the busyness with change with all of these things that have gone on in the last month or two we get distracted we get caught up and oftentimes a lot of the practices and and rhythms or habits. If you want to use that language that we've really been trying to press into and be intentional about, sometimes those get thwarted. They get hijacked by just the busyness of of life, of the holidays, of all of that. And so what we want to do is, is take this time to say, we're heading into a new year. 2020, but it's not just a new year. It's also a new decade. We're going into the 20s, which sounds crazy, but there's a lot of conversation always around this time of year about what's your New Year's resolution, and, and we don't want to just say, hey, what's your resolution, but what we want to do is to draw our attention to Jesus. We want to turn our gaze, turn turn our attention and focus toward God and to commune with him. And so what we're going to be doing thus far in the form Project, September, we, we practiced hospitality and specifically around the table, sharing meals with other people to extend God's hospitality to those in our life. Then in October we practice Lectio Divina, which is a prayerful, meditative reading of the Bible. the The reality that God's word speaks to us, that the the word of God is alive and active, and the Spirit of God speaks to us through His word. And then in November we practice gratitude as a way to really delight deeply in who God is, as as the giver of gifts. Oftentimes we we delight in the gift and overlook the giver, but we want we wanted to say in November, in a month where our culture in our society is inundated and, and pressing advertisements and all of these things toward us to make us discontent, we wanted to say, we want to be content. And the way that our contentment is fueled is by deep delight in God, in gratitude for the all of the ways that we experience His grace. And so we wanted to do that to push against these practices and habits of our culture, but now moving into the new year and the new decade, what we want to do is to listen to the voice of God and to cultivate our ability, to cultivate our senses, to learn how to hear the voice of God. And so January upcoming, this this next month, what we're going to be pressing into is listening prayer, which is a type of prayer that, that Christians have done for quite some time. And I'm really, really excited because Holly Butler is with us here on the podcast, and I have so much respect for Holly. She has really pressed into listening prayer and to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. She's cultivated the ability to do that. She's taught classes. She's done cohorts. She's helped other people learn how to discern how to hear the voice of God and I've learned a ton from her and have the utmost respect for for her and so it's a a blessing and a privilege for us to be able to have her on this podcast and she's actually going to be taking the rest of this podcast from here and she's going to be walking us through what is listening prayer, how do we even do listening prayer, why do we do listening prayer, all of those kind of questions that come up about it and so we are excited for what God is going to do in the life of our church, in our lives in 2020 and so we want to start this year off by hearing from God.
0: Thanks, John. I am now here with Holly Butler, none other than the Holly Butler, who has been, if you guys don't, if you haven't had the privilege of meeting her yet, she has already been, in just the year that her and Josh have been here, has already been a huge blessing to the life of the church, and it's specifically helping us press into prayer and into a specific practice that we're going to talk about today of listening prayer so before we kind of dive into the specifics of that and drawing some things out of that holly i want to ask you just for people who maybe have never heard of that term what is listening prayer
2: yeah so the simplest definition i can think of for listening prayer is getting quiet and waiting to hear from the lord so it's actually a conversation where you stop you're talking at god and then wait for him to respond
0: it seems so strange to our context right like stopping and being still and quiet because we always have to have something some type of stimulus or yeah you know, our minds focus on something how has your life been impacted by listening prayer
2: yeah i would say and oh there's so many ways i would say my life has less anxiety it has i have more peace I have better decision making when I wait to hear God's answers and responses to my little problems and anxieties. And I also think I've gained a greater wisdom from hearing God's responses to me. And and especially even when I do this practice with other people, hearing His responses to those people, I kind of pick up those little nuggets of wisdom Mm -hmm. also. And I love how His answers are always more loving and peaceful than anything I could come up with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are a few things. Yeah.
0: So as far as not feeling as much anxiety, like that's Uh something that's good news for our culture because we are more anxiety-ridden than ever. Can you talk a little bit about that, how listening prayer has helped stem that?
2: Yeah, so when I am feeling anxious and taking that to Jesus... I think there's a lot of power in just voicing that and telling Jesus like, this is a thing that I feel really anxious about. Like, what do you have to say about this? And waiting to hear what his response is. Um, His response towards me has always been things along the lines of, I can take that burden from you Mm. if you'll let me. Mm. And he'll sometimes even show me a picture of what that actually looks like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I even will get a visual of what my anxiety looks like. So, There's almost like a, it becomes like a visual like handing over this thing to Jesus that I've been carrying around and he's like giving me a gift in return. And it's something I can hang on to, you know, his peace, um, his words of truth over lies I've been believing mm-hmm. about my situation. Yeah. And practicing that on a weekly, sometimes daily basis, uh, depending on what the thing is, has really helped to lessen my anxiety.
0: That's that's really awesome how, um, even though like the purpose of listening prayer isn't necessarily like, maybe we don't step into it, oh, I want to feel better and not have anxiety. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm drawing closer to the Lord, but that can be like a um, a byproduct in the same way mm-hmm. that like happiness isn't this thing that we necessarily make an object but through following God and pressing into mission happiness can often be a byproduct of that. Now other things happen when we're pressing into listening prayer like challenging idols. Mm-hmm. What kind of idols are challenged through listening prayer even if we aren't consciously thinking I'm fighting against this idol like what's going on when we're pressing into that?
2: Yeah that's a really interesting question and I-, I loved thinking about that. I think that Often, it's it's easy. I mean, I have definitely done this. I get into this habit of like, I'm going to go talk to 10 other people about my problem and get a bunch of input from people. And it kind of gets me worked up, right? Because I keep talking about it over and over again. Or I'll Google something, right? Mm-hmm. I look to the, the internet to solve my problem. And instead of going straight to Jesus with whatever the thing is so I think it it pushes against the idols of like looking to others mm-hmm. instead of looking to Christ or like looking to culture or looking to the internet looking to self-help books like those kind of things like Jesus actually does have answers if we ask him
0: yeah 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 that's that's so good I mean the I know my biggest temptation is always to trust in some type of human resource whether it's a mm-hmm. like you say a friend whether it's my own education or mm-hmm. my own theology or whatever like totally yeah that's so good it's so hard for us in the West. We have a culture that's built on human ingenuity, human mm-hmm. innovation, and human effort to cease from all of that. Yeah. When you're doing that, when you're pressing into listening prayer, we're not just like a culture that's built on efficiency and human effort, but we're a, a culture that's really steeped in um, what you could call rationalism. Uh, we have this like skepticism of anything that's not pure reason or Mm. logic or can be discovered through scientific method and so the idea of what some would call like a purely subjective experience of you and God communing one-on-one it's very uncomfortable it's very hard to understand Mm. for some people because we're coming from this rational mindset and so for someone who's coming from that is trying to like wrestle through that one of the questions they might have is like well how do I tell the difference then when I'm trying to press and listening prayer listen to Jesus how can I tell the difference between his voice and my own thoughts or my own emotions?
2: Oh, yeah, that's a really good question. Well, first of all, I would say the most important lens to look through in determining, like, is this God's voice, is through the lens of Scripture. And if what you feel like God is saying to you could line up with the truths of Scripture, that's the number one check. I would also say that if... What you are feeling God is saying to you is bringing you more peace or clarity or conviction on something. Mm-hmm. those are all fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like the fruit of the spirit as well would be like those things are good checks uh, to see, okay, is this could this be God speaking to me? And I think with that, there can also be some blocks to hearing God's voice, mm-hmm. and a common one that I see is around unforgiveness and confession. And so if you're, I feel like, um, you know, when I I I do pray a lot with people. And sometimes if I feel like they're having a hard time hearing from God, I might walk them through like, Maybe we need to forgive someone or is there Mm -hmm. someone, you know, that um, some resentment you're holding on to towards a person or even uh, something you might need to confess, you know, and they don't necessarily need to do that out loud. That's between them and God. But those can also be kind of some hindrances Mm -hmm. to sorting through like, okay, is this God or not?
0: It's really helpful. I like the idea of little indicator lights. Yeah. I've never been a pilot, but just looking at movies, they have all these little like gauges on the dashboard. Everything has to check off before you can launch into flight and so uh-huh. just the idea of listening for the lord's voice and then having these indicator like are we really launched into flight right now those types of
2: yeah and i think it does take practice too to okay like is that god's voice and even one of my favorite examples of this would be in samuel right in that story where he is a little boy and he keeps hearing his name called in the middle of the night and it takes <laughs> him till try three and it, and it's someone else telling him, oh that's God. And then it's like, oh, okay. Right. So it's, he's developing that recognition of like, this is God speaking to me. So yeah, just to be patient with that. And yeah, it's like a practice for sure.
0: That story is always funny to me. I always think of God calling Samuel and Samuel going to I think Eli is. So Eli, yeah. Eli. I wish I could see the expression <laughs> on God's face. Hey, Samuel, and then he goes to the wrong room, and of course he's like patient and waiting, I just know. like God like is a so smile patient. on his face. You know, like okay, yeah. he'll get it. He'll get it.
2: <laughs> he'll get it, and he does. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Tell us a story about you seeing God work through listening prayer, because I know i found in my own life and in other people's lives, when we're stuck in those ruts of like self-reliance and not depending on God through prayer, it's often hearing how God has worked, sort of like the hearing comes by faith. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, how can Mm -hmm. you encourage us uh, with a story of how God has worked through listening prayer?
2: Yeah. So, man, I have so many stories, but I was, when I was trying to think of one, I think I'll just stick to myself. I'll use uh, something from my life. And I would say a few years ago, I was, I was doing some listening prayer with in a group setting and there was a a leader of this group that I was in and he was kind of walking us through this practice. And when it got to my turn, I felt like, so his question to us was what, what's a negative emotion that you've been dealing with lately? And for me, what surfaced right away was I have this lie that I've believed about myself for a long time. That's I'm a burden. Mm. So, like, even thinking like my presence in a room is like kind of a can be a burden, or like I'm like I'm not being helpful enough, or I'm not like this certain way enough, or I don't have this certain kind of education, so my voice isn't really like relevant here, Mm. or like just I could go on and on. Um, So this lie of like I'm a burden, and so I just presented that to God. I'm like yeah, like this is weighing me down. Like, what do you have to say to me about this? And what he said back to me was, that's not true. And who you really are is you're an adventurer. And it made me laugh at first because... (laughs) believing the lie that I'm a burden has prevented me from doing a lot of things in life that maybe I've wanted to do, but have been too Mm. fearful. And as I let that really sink in, and especially over the last few years, as I've let that sink in, and I started to believe that about myself, I actually realized, like, I actually am, like, kind of a brave person, and I like to do even some kind of crazy things for Jesus. And as I've lived into that truth more and more, I've I've actually found it to be fun. Mm. And it has allowed me to actually just have way more fun in life Mm -hmm. and try some like kind of crazy things for Jesus kind of things. Yeah. So that was just like a really huge deal for me to be free from that lie that I was believing about myself and... Yeah,
0: That's so good. I mean, how often are we weighed down by those types of things? Yeah. And because we don't, that's not like dinner conversation.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> A lot of those types of things can be left unsaid and just carried. And so for God to say, no, I know and I see and I hear, but here is the truth and I can liberate mm-hmm. you. That's so good.
2: Yeah, it gave me amazing freedom.
0: I want that. I'm sure God wants that for all of us here at Redemption Tempe to to press into prayer and to be liberated from those types of things and to feel freedom, Mm -hmm. um, to see God work. And so, Holly, um, as we're in this season of Advent, the whole thing with advent historically has been this time where we look at the coming of jesus and in the same way that israel was longing for their for their king their messiah their christ so too we long for our king to return and fully establish the kingdom how can we press into listening prayer in this time in such a way to long for jesus
2: yeah with that i would say this could even be a fun opportunity to practice listening prayer a little bit and i always feel like we're up against in advent season you know it's about worshiping christ And what gets in the way is all the busyness of the season. And it just robs the joy of Mm -hmm. worshiping Christ. So what I would love to do, if you're game for it, would be to do a little listening prayer exercise and hand over the season to Jesus and let him speak into it. And I have a feeling he might have, might want us to get rid of some things off of our schedule possibly, Mm. which would give us more freedom to worship him. And actually enter into a season of joy and not stress. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. Awesome. We'll lead the way. (laughs) Okay. As you guys are listening, you might be driving, you might be exercising, you might be doing something. If you're doing something that like you can't stop and just drown out everything and listen it's okay to like pause the episode and pick it up at a a later time but i really encourage you guys to listen to this next part and to do so in a place where you can be quiet there can be no distraction and also remember that prayers on podcasts don't expire like just because you're not here with us right now we're recording you're listening god hears uh you're praying with us
2: all right so yeah holy spirit we invite you to into the space and i would I would ask that you would speak to us about Advent season and about all the idols of busyness and the other things that get in the way that rob us of the joy of the birth of Christ and worshiping Him. So, Lord, I want to leave some quiet space for you to speak into those areas of our life that are getting in the way of worshiping you this season. I ask that you would s- surface those things in our mind, what they are things that we might be able to let go of and give to you the things that you want to unburden us with. And then, Lord, with that, I would ask that you would also speak some words of truth So you've taken a burden from us. And now, Lord, what is a word of truth that you have for us in this season that we can hang on to? And that's
0: it. Awesome. Thank you, Holly, for leading us since this time of listening prayer and sharing with us the wisdom that you have for us. Uh, we're so appreciative of you and can't wait to have you again on the podcast. And we'll see you guys next week.
2: Thank you.
3: Thank you for listening to the Redemption Church Tempe podcast. Where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. Redemption is one church in nine local congregations across the state of Arizona. Our vision at Redemption Tempe is to create disciples of Jesus who seek the reconciliation and restoration of Tempe. We would love for you to join us at one of our Sunday services at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 6 p.m. each week. You can learn more about us and how to get plugged into the life of our church by downloading our phone app called Redemption Church Tempe or on our website at tempe.redemptionaz.com. And lastly, we would love to hear from you. Please send any questions or feedback you might have about this podcast or our church by emailing Tempe at redemptionaz.com thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week